0: Welcome back to Video Vault. This is episode number eight. And on this episode of Video Vault, we're going to tackle Sarah Evans' music video for Born to Fly, also known as the video that pretty sure led to my first celebrity crush. So,
1: oh, yeah. There All you right. go.
0: Yeah, true story, I think.
1: I understand that. Yeah. It's yeah. Fair. This video actually kinda at times scared the living bejeebers out of me. Believe it or not. Really? Uh well, I just like don't like witches. You know this. I just I don't like them in any capacity. I don't think, I, never I, really...
0: I don't think I ever knew that.
1: <laughs> really? I mean don't you remember like uh, Disney World, two thousand and one, the seven dwarfs ride, whatever, Snow White? Hate that yeah. old lady in that movie. Don't like anything that has to do with like Witches. So I never was a big fan of um, Wizard of Oz. So in this video, I love everything except. I remember when I <laughs> when I was young, like towards the end when the the house is turning in the sky and everyone's like riding past her window. There's this scene where that old wicked witch lady is on a bike <laughs> riding past. Her. I would I would close my eyes. I would not watch. Seriously. For like the last, oh yeah, it scared me. I was like.
0: <laughs> so not only was the movie Wizard of Oz like traumatizing for you but this mm-hmm. music video had moments I mean I
1: thought it was golden until that part I just I didn't think I don't think you need to put the witch in there you know that need more Scarecrow if anything
0: see that's interesting because when we get to the like video category I never thought even considered putting like thriller <laughs> or a horror movie or yeah. So wow, well, that's a great kickoff had, to this uh, scary music video.
1: I had to get that off my chest. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, it's good.
0: Uh, so yeah, this Sarah Evans she released this song music video in June of 2000. So coming up on 20 years, that's kind of crazy to think of. Scary. Um, it became her second number one hit, uh, and I think the the song combined with the music video just really catapulted her into stardom and I mean, she was well known or becoming well known, but this was the song that if she wasn't on the map, she was definitely on the map and, and taking it over. Uh, one of the other interesting things is it won the CMA award for video of the year in 2001. Did you chance, did you by chance take a, a look at that? What,
1: did I look at
0: like what the other nominees? Yeah. Cause it's No. Could you inform
1: me about the other nominees and I can tell you if they
0: were wrong or not? Oh, I, there's they got it. They got it completely right. Uh, there is honestly songs on here, let alone music videos, but songs that I don't even remember. OK. And anyway, so the first one uh, was Ashes by Now, uh, which was sung by Leanne Womack. This is a Ring a Bell.
1: No bells.
0: No bells. Didn't ring a bell for me. And if you look it on YouTube, the video is kind of bland. It's going to be honest. It's basically her just in front of a background that the colors change and things like that. I'm like, all right, interesting. But pretty good
1: for 2000, 1999, 2000. Well, lights are, are a big thing.
0: Emily, this is not like <laughs> <laughs> the first music video in decade. The second music video. Was Trisha Yearwood's "I Would Have Loved You Anyway," and uh, there's nothing really that wow or unique. Or I don't know. There's there's nothing grand about it. She's just kind of yeah there. Uh, <laughs> the third one is a great song, Jamie O'Neill's "There Is No Arizona."
1: Oh come on! Ooh, I love that song.
0: Okay, I love the song too, but. While there is no Arizona, there is literally no point to the music video. It's it's just her, some sort of background. It looks like the the West, but it, that's that's all it is. That's literally all it is. So those those are the three, and then the last one is a song by Alan Jackson. I didn't even know. Maybe I heard about it at the time, but it's called www.memory. Are you familiar with this?
1: You are,
0: like, pulling my leg here. That's not a song. What? <laughs> well, it 100% is a song. And no. There's, and there's a music video. So
1: what
0: Memory. Yeah. So, the honestly, the song, considering it's, you know, turn of the century, turn of the millennium, you know, the whole internet boom. Uh, basically, the plot of the song in the music video is, you know, th- this... Character Alan Jackson is always going to be on her mind, and he's always going to be wherever she goes, especially on the internet, memories and stuff like that. So I just
1: looked up the lyrics, and I know this is way out of track, but these lyrics are crazy, right? And Through your keyboard and wires. No, you don't have to touch me or even take my hand. Just slide your little mouse around until you see it land. What?
0: Yeah, it is it is honestly. I kind of want to do a whole write-up on this particular song and video. Because yeah. it's so out there. And I don't think a lot of people know about I mean, I didn't. And no. you didn't. Not to say we're the encyclopedias of country music. but uh, So, yeah, yeah that, that song was up for a CMA for video. And the video... Uh, honestly, compared to the other three, is, is better. It's it's definitely taken, <laughs> it's definitely taken second place. It's this okay. this girl in a car. I'll take your word
1: for it. Yeah,
0: she's driving around town, and it's like every bus that drives by, he's on the ad. Uh, it's like digital billboards. He's singing uh. and stuff. So it's creative, you know. Mind you, no one really knew what we were doing twenty years ago during the glory days True. of internet, but. So anyways
1: like, How crazy that Like Four out of the five Were women Nominees
0: I didn't look at it that way But that's a good point
1: That's crazy I think So I don't know Like You don't get that now I just That's That's really crazy
0: Yeah And so what I did So this was the This was The CMA Awards Right So I Yeah And I looked at the year 2000 and 2001 Because Trying to figure out What songs were up And obviously there's We've discussed before, there's like crossovers between, oh, I thought that song was like two years old, but you know, it yeah. fits during the voting. And at the ACMs that year, these were the four, um, four of the five uh, videos that were up. I didn't recognize the other one, but the winner was Brooks and Dunn's Only in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one was Aaron Tippins' Where the Stars and Stripes and the Eagles Fly. Trace Atkins' I'm Trying. And the other one that did not win was Toby Keith's I Want to Talk About Me. And I'm not – I mean, I think Toby Keith's videos, obviously he's Toby Keith and he's very good with music videos and even yeah. Trace Atkins' video. But I'm just like, what What was going on? Like there wasn't anything right. really happening. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. it's
0: Even – And I know they were newer and we talked about them on one of our other podcasts, but Rascal Flats, this everyday love that was around the time period. And that was a funny video. Right. Like,
1: like I guess if you were, if you were someone who got a vote for a CMA or an ACM, if you're a member, and whatever, I guess like, don't you think depending on the day you would vote differently on like a certain video, like maybe one day you're feeling like super patriotic and you're like, I'm definitely voting. For, or the stars and stripes, and maybe one day you're feeling like everything's good, everything's like loosey goosey. Let's vote for Toby Keith. Like, what? Yeah. I, I just don't know. Yeah. I just think it's so they're so vastly different.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing too is I don't know how. I mean the the CMA of you know Sarah Evans she won clearly like she, it, obviously yes. the the group of videos I listed. I I don't even know how. How people, like, what went into their thinking process. Like, I'm going to vote for this song. And, like, what, I mean, what made that worthy of winning a video of the year? I don't know.
1: Did Alan Jackson not put out any other music videos that year? <laughs> like, I wonder if he got that nomination. I was like, are you freaking kidding me with this song? Like, I don't know. I just.
0: I'm pretty sure the song went, like, top ten.
1: Of course. Of course. Yeah, it's got his name behind it And I will listen to it after this And maybe it's really catchy But Can't start dragging songs today When we have songs like www.memory Right That's, that's kind of crazy um, Did you read this article? Um, it's it's like I don't want to stray too far from like The video, but the song Born to Fly And how it came to be and like the whole scarecrow theme,
0: a little bit. Tell tell me about it.
1: Oh, I will tell you about it. So um, Marcus Humman right, is one of the co-writers, and this guy, I think Daryl Scott or Scott Daryl, he's got two first names, so I will mix that up. Um, <laughs> and Sarah Evans were doing or uh, sitting down to write, and nothing was working, nothing was happening, and so they kind of said, "Uh, well, we'll drop it for the day." But before that. Sarah got, like, a phone call, and she came back into the room with the two guys, and she was kind of, like, in tears, and they asked her what happened, and she had, like, recently given birth to her daughter, and that was her label calling her, saying, like, hey, you gave birth time to lose the pounds, like, holy no. shit, are you kidding me? Seriously? Yeah, so... Well, that's what Marcus Hammond says, so I will take him at his word. So anyway, she what comes back hell? in the room, and they start thinking of songs. <laughs> He's like, and then we ordered three pizzas, which I think is hilarious. So good. And they started writing songs, and Sarah kind of always had this idea of writing a song about uh, like escaping home kind of thing. You know, the nostalgia for home, but also wanting to leave. And um, so that's kind of where Born to Fly came from. And then... Marcus, or did he say, I think it was Scott, Daryl, Daryl Scott, Scott Daryl, I should know this, uh, but kind of had the idea of a scarecrow and the preacher and kind of how like when you're a young kid, you tend to talk to like inanimate objects and tell them all your secrets. So that's where the scarecrow came in as being like a friend and the whole song starts from that first line and they kind of built the whole song after that. And after they were done and they created it, they're like, "This is so good. It's never going to go anywhere." Really? And then it did, and it, it went so far. So I think that was. And there's more to the article. It's actually pretty interesting. Uh, it's on the Tennessee Ants website. Um, so yeah, if you want to like read it, it's just kind of funny how it all started. They were going to just scrap that writing session. She came back, said, "Screw my label. They're being complete jerks."
0: Yeah.
1: Ordered some pizza and Born to Fly. From
0: that, well, uh, it was co. The co-writer was Daryl Scott. So uh,
1: Daryl, okay, good go old Daryl.
0: Uh, but no, I think like you talk about how they started the song with the scarecrow line. I think yeah. when you look at the music video, that's totally how they started with creating this music video and the concept. Everything
1: mm-hmm.
0: revolves around the scarecrow, and obviously you know, the scarecrow fits in nicely with wizard of Oz. So that's a nice little connection. I think that's how I wasn't able to find anything too detailed as to, you know, why they went with the wizard of Oz theme. But when you think about it, it, it really does fit really well with kind of the parallels between the two.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I like the video cause it's not too, like it didn't just recreate the movie. I don't think it's not as in your face, which is nice for me um, it's like a modern twist
0: yeah i think yeah, yeah th- i think it depends sometimes on the artist and the song and what you're trying to get across i mean there's plenty of music videos and we've touched a few of them that it's they're a little bit obnoxious or you know goofy and this one is in a certain extent uh, but at the same time if you if you have too much in it and you know, then does it take away from the actual song? And you know, that's always that kind of balance. But I, I totally agree. It's, it's a nice. Like I wrote my notes, and it, it's going to sound like a knock, but it's not. It's a very, it's a very creative idea, and they were very simplistic with the creative idea.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know, Born to Fly could have been Dorothy's anthem because yeah. she just kind of wanted to go. Mm-hmm. So. I see the parallels there and it's there's a fine line between like goofy or like a little like knowing what you're doing is going to come off a little like yes corny or cheesy and just like admitting to it and going for it then like trying not to be and then it comes off is like really corny I think this video is the
0: first one like
1: it's just enough and I'm, I'm jumping the gun like corniness like outrageousness yeah that it works
0: yeah, I think the reason you might have hit on it is Sarah Evans' character throughout this, she's not acting goofy or anything like that. You right. know, she's she's the Dorothy the singer. She's, you know, pretty level-headed and, you know, not doing anything, but it's the the background characters that add that goofiness right. to it. So, yeah, they kind of I think they balance each other out where it's it's not this over the top cheesy, but um it's it's still, you take it somewhat serious that it's it's the story of Dorothy, it's the story of Sarah Evans, and it's the story of thousands and millions of other you know kids around the world. So, right, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the music video, whenever CMT, and they haven't done this in a while, and I feel like they're going to have to update it. I think the last time they did it was <laughs> early 2000s. So I'm not 100% sure, but whenever they rank the... Uh, 100 best music videos. They put this one 34th all time. So, wow, very interesting. Uh, the music director for this, the music music video director, we've talked about him in a previous podcast. His name is Peter Zavadil. I probably pronounced okay. that wrong. Uh, he's worked with Brad Paisley a lot. He worked on Brad Paisley's video. I'm gonna miss her. Celebrity. <laughs> He did Air Churches, Two Pink Lines. Uh, he's worked at church, Coles Mundell, Lady Antebellum, Dustin Lynch. Every if you think of a country artist, he's worked with them. So Yeah. Uh, but he's worked with Sarah Evans often enough and I I like I like what he did with this. I like it a lot. I
1: do too. Yeah. He seemed to have a good vision of it going into it and then and I just think also you think it's like the directors idea she had so many different outfit changes in here that dorothy always wore the same thing
0: (laughs) yeah i mean she was she was in the dorothy outfit right that was identifiable and then the other ones i think maybe that was the you know the push and pull is yeah she's going to be the dorothy character but she's also you know the the regular girl that's chasing her dreams that's kind of what i was getting from it is like when dorothy
1: leaves home yeah Right. I think it's also kind of just like a very like early two thousands or even like late nineties things. I feel like there's some um, Faith Hill or like Shania, I mean in a three minute music video they have like seven or eight different outfits and it's just like mm-hmm. the time that it must take to film all that I just think is crazy. But Yeah. I'm sure that's why uh, she's one of your top crushes, right?
0: Oh yeah, because so this came out in two thousand, I would have been eight or nine. And that's I mean that's when young kid you're so been what? fourth fifth grade so you're you're remembering stuff at that point obviously right and yeah it was like whoa she was this you know gorgeous girl and the song was really cool and being eight or nine I probably thought it was you know funny and different and yeah it was ever since then she's she's probably still one of my celebrity crushes if we're being honest fair enough fair Uh, enough I'm right
1: there with you
0: so assuming we're not going to classify this as a horror or thriller, <laughs> is it, I put comedy, I guess.
1: Oh yeah. Right? It's funny. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. 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 The supporting cast is funny when, okay. Besides the scary witch on her bike, like flying in the sky, that it's that's the part I meant where like it could come off like really stupid, but it works when she's, On this
0: couch in an empty
1: house, and the house is flying. Yeah, people are just just flowing
0: past. Yeah, and it's in the background. It was like if if we would have seen her flying around, and yeah, I think really, I think when it comes down to this music video, the music director, the, the video director for this, he found a really good balance between wanting to be truthful, wanting to be taken serious, but adding a little. Humor and funniness to it,
1: yeah. Uh, and the, I, the song is light and playful, so I feel like the music video couldn't be too dark or too too funny either. Yeah, you don't want to mock the song.
0: No, yeah, or you don't want to. At the same time, you don't want to mock what you're basing it off of too much either, right? Because right,
1: right, you know, if you
0: make like it into Judy Garland,
1: a, and yeah, don't don't rock the boat there.
0: If you make it a parody, I don't think that goes over too hot. Right. <sighs> But you know what didn't did, also did not go over so hot? No,
1: tell me.
0: Is when I looked at the YouTube comments. Oh no! And we've we hit our first video where the YouTube comments they just suck. <laughs> they do, honestly. It's the majority of it just a lot of creepy ass men in their basements <laughs> commenting about how good looking Sarah Evans is. And, I mean, granted, I find her attractive and she was my, you know, celebrity crush when I was eight or nine or whenever I saw this music video. Yes. But sometimes it's just like, I, I honestly, yes. like the saying, it takes all kinds to make the world go around. I've Holy shit, I, I am so convinced. It. It, no. It, <laughs> okay, you got a point there. Yeah. Maybe it really doesn't. But, yeah, yeah. there's... There was some bad like, stuff. You, like,
1: take a shower, like, wash your hands after eating all those. Yeah. And I just don't get it. Like, why, why do you need to say something like that? She's not going to see it. And if she, by chance, would see it, it's not going to make her leave her husband and be like, oh, yeah, honey, you're the one right. that I want. I just maybe they're just looking for companionship for other people. Be like, yeah, she is hot, man. Let's talk about it. Like, is that what they're looking for?
0: Yeah. Are they looking for like Yankee fan two, four, six, three says, I mean, there's some, there's some stuff like, wow, the most beautiful feet I've ever seen. And I'm like, dude, what, what? It's just weird. Why are you putting that out there? Like, ah, so honestly, I mean, I'll, I'll read a few, but there's, there's not many that stand out. I, I was scrolling into the, you know, multiple, multiple years ago from trying to find something to share during this. So, uh, <laughs> you know, someone commented ever since I first heard this, I wanted to be the brown eyed boy in her future. LOL. Like, okay, cheesy. All right, whatever. Uh, Aaron's
1: like, I relate, man. I relate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mine is like the feed stuff totally in line yeah. with everyone else. Uh, this song brings flashbacks of summer when I was ten and I thought I could actually fly to my dreams. Like okay, wow. yeah. So Okay. Uh yeah, and then some people just saying, you know, we're the biggest fans. I honest there's 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 nothing good. I,
1: yeah. Not that anything like super good ever comes from the comments, but sometimes they're just like they're not even funny or like uh, you know, entertaining. And that's no fun. At least be something.
0: Yeah, I, I was hoping someone would make a joke about the Wizard of Oz or something, but yeah, it just. I think
1: it's time for you to fill that void, Aaron. Get on your YouTube subscription and comment.
0: Maybe we'll have to create, we'll just create a burner account that we can just go comment oh, on wonderful. all these videos and all that. So, uh, anyways. You can do
1: that. Have fun.
0: <laughs> I, have, I have too much to thing about already. Uh, but yeah, those are all the, the comments for YouTube that were worthy, so nothing really. Uh, we've kind of touched about it. So what are some likes and dislikes for you for this music video?
1: Um, I think the, the whole, like the visual of it is really fun. Um, it it just, it did feel like a short, like you, you knew it was wizard of Oz, but it felt like its own entity. And again, I liked the, the, the three guys, are they supposed to be like the the scarecrow, the Tin Man, and the Lion? Is that who they represented?
0: I'm not quite sure. You think? I, I think it could, yeah, it could be, or it could just be some regular blokes from you know that the small town uh, in Kansas. Blokes
1: are we... <laughs> Yeah, so I liked them. Uh, they I, they're small, but like essential parts. And yeah, I don't know. It didn't detract from the song. I know it's just it's enjoyable. I don't know. I don't have to think too
0: much about it. If that makes sense, right? Yeah. For me, I didn't have any dislikes. The the main like for me, I just thought it was cool that they literally ended up basing the entire music video and what you told me earlier, the entire song, off of that line. I've been telling my dreams to the scarecrow. That right. every, everything is built off of that lyrical phrase and yeah. I think that's pretty rare that you know it's the first right. the first lyric you hear in a song that's what the video is gonna be based off of and not every song can be that and majority of them can't but uh right I, I like that they that like I said it was a simplistic execution of the very creative idea so
1: like what other way could they have gone with it I know we're jumping from like alternate endings but like if you have a song with the word Scarecrow in it and you have a singer that, like, can put her hair in pigtails and pull off Dorothy, it'd be a crime to not go that route.
0: Yeah, like you, men- you mentioned earlier, too, they definitely could have—it could have been more of a parody. They, they definitely could have gone that True. route. Uh, they could have upped the level of corniness and cheesiness. They could have had her being the one, you know— flying the bikes in the air and, yeah. you know, all of that. Um, they, you know, the one thing they didn't introduce, you know, is the the brown, brown-eyed brown boy, you know, my fairy tale. There wasn't, like, that strong of a correlation. Yeah, they, they could have, I
1: don't think the song is about, like, necessarily. Right. I mean, it talks about that in the first verse, but, like, I think Sarah wrote it more as a place of... Getting out of her hometown and like her dreams. But that makes sense. Yeah. So I don't think a man is necessarily, it's for not sure. like a love story, but it's like a love story to yourself, maybe.
0: True. Uh, I mean, for. Why? Al- you
1: wanted to audition? Would you have been a Brown Eyed Boy at eight years old? Yeah,
0: I'm sure that would have not raised eyebrows. <laughs> uh, for, I guess, yeah, alternate ending. I mean, I try to come up with one of these for every video. Uh, it's probably a little goofy, but I think it would have been a little bit of a cool touch maybe is at the end of the music video, you see her like clicking her heels or you see her slowly start like to wake up and she's instead of laying on the couch in her home in Kansas, she's waking up from a nap and she's in the dressing room at the Opry and it's Mm -hmm. like oh time to take the stage Sarah just kind of like a little wrinkle like oh you know her dream she achieved it she's making it so that would have been the only kind of wrinkle I might have added to it but uh, I don't
1: that's one of your best uh, alternate endings I think you've had on here that's thank
0: uh, you that's
1: better than what I had in mind I just wanted the house to fall on the witch and I would have been okay (laughs)
0: Wow. Just
1: end it with like their feet sticking out of the house, you know?
0: Yes, That
1: would have brought me some comfort, but I I think we'd go, well, I think both could happen.
0: (laughs) See, I I totally forgot about this phobia of witches. And if I remember this, it's not good news for you. So
1: Yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, Does the song enhance the video? Does the song? Does the video enhance the song?
1: Is water
0: wet? Yes, yes. exactly. Okay. <laughs> and I mean, this is like you start hearing the, the opening banjo and the opening sounds. You instantly picture this, right? Am I alone?
1: No, you're not alone. I pictured the music video, too. Like, I watched the video just to make sure I didn't, like, forget anything. Right. But I knew it. Like, I almost knew it down to her outfits. Like, I know that's (laughs) weird, but I loved... First of all, I loved this song. I loved Sarah Evans growing up. I loved her Born to Fly album. So this, of course, is right in the real house. It was appropriate for a six-year-old to watch, besides The Witch. So... Yeah, it's definitely, I think of one, I think of the other. The song, the video, the video, the song, you know, interchangeable.
0: Good point. Uh, so the Reba Award for Best Actor, Best Acting, Performance. Who are you going to give it to?
1: Um, I don't know if it was necessarily hard acting. You know, she didn't have any spoken lines. She basically had to kind of look pretty, which she did really well. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> The witch uh, could win an Oscar. She was terrifying, um, but I don't know it was one of those things where, like, I think Sarah played the the part of like she's Sarah and she's Dorothy. Like she knows what's going on. She thinks it's funny, but she's still singing the song. And I, I don't know how else to describe it. But I think she kind of played the dual role. Yes, that she had to really well.
0: You make a good case. I had written Thank down. You. I had written down Toto. The dog. I mean, it can't be easy to have dogs and animals in a music video. You got to get them to behave and, you know, do the right thing. So, uh, without being on set or seeing any behind the scenes, I I feel like Toto deserves some recognition here.
1: You're right. You are right, uh, Toto. Toto Toto
0: gets the award gets the Remo award wow first time awarding that to an animal yes absolutely so cheesiness level I I said I described it as a, and it might be too cheesy the way I describe it maybe I was just hungry for I I described it as a queso dip right
1: oh yeah it's
0: it's it's like cheesy depends how you can make it different types of you know how cheesy and gooey you want to make it but you know it's cheesy, but because you know it's cheesy, it makes you love it even more. And I think that's kind of the vibe we're going with with this video: is that it's a little cheesy, but not you know this out of the world kind of music video. And yeah, it's just you just want more. You just, you could watch it over and over. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to make it's an <laughs> analogy between queso and a music video, and it's
1: it's wonderful going downhill. It's, it's kind of like the when you go to Olive Garden and they're like, do you want cheese on your soup or on your salad? And you say yes. And then they keep going and going until you tell them to stop. Like whatever you want from this video is what you're going to get. Like if you think that a house flying and people riding bikes past the window is cheesy, then you're not going to really care for this. But you're going to think it's super cheesy. If you're like a playful, fun mood and you love Wizard of Oz, like this is great. This isn't too cheesy. This is awesome. You know, just depends when you tell them to stop with the cheese.
0: Damn that! This is our eighth episode. That's the best cheese analogy so far. (laughs) (laughs) The shredder.
1: Bring it in this podcast.
0: The server at Olive Garden coming over shredding the cheese over your soup and salad and entree. I I, I, now I want Olive Garden.
1: Rice, rice, some breadsticks.
0: Yes. I think I'd be on Uber Eats and DoorDash, right? Mm, Maybe not. Not where
1: I'm from.
0: (laughs) Mm. Uh... So, the music video is 20 years old. Does Yeah, this, that's crazy. So, if she or someone else were to release this music video today in 2020, does it hold up? And I'm going to say, I'll let you answer, but I'm going to say it doesn't hold up as well.
1: Really? Because I was just thinking, like, Kelsey Ballerini could put this out tomorrow, and she'd be good. She'd probably make it a little more like Poppy, but music video, like, Sarah Evans' style, like, the clothes she wore, all that's kind of coming back in. And it's cool to look like you're straight out of a 2000s, like, magazine. I think it does.
0: See, my only hesitation is, and maybe this is just my own bias, that it's my own shitty taste in uh, movies. So in 2000, I feel like a majority of people, our generation, like, they understood a new Wizard of Oz. And I just don't know if, you know, the younger generation and even our generation, if there's that strong of a connection and sense of relatability and, um, like, understanding, you know, yeah, they get it's Wizard of Oz, but, like, kind of enjoying that it's because of Wizard of Oz. Does that make sense? Where I just don't think, I don't think Wizard of Oz – is as big now as it was 20 years ago and obviously further past that so that's the only like main reason why i I don't know if it would hold up as well like uh, like you said if kelsey were to release it you know a lot of the media outlets and things like that they'd say oh wizard of oz inspired music video right does i don't know i just don't think that gets as many people talking or clicking as it might have 20 years ago that's all
1: yeah, maybe, and I, I'm maybe naive to it, because I wasn't, like, a big um, Wizard of Oz person. I have probably watched it maybe just a few times. First of all, because of The Witch, but second of all, I just didn't, like, enjoy it, because it, it was old. I mean, it's like, 1930s, right, right? Right, Um. So maybe, like, on its 100th anniversary, they should, like, redo this <laughs> music video or something, but I don't know. Maybe, I just think, like, what other what other iconic movie you could take? I mean, so, so someone make a song about like back to the future or something and then like fly on a hoverboard. Is that what we need to do?
0: Yeah. So I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. I feel like it, just at some point and it happens with every era, with every generation, something that was so big and so culturally defining isn't as big and it slowly loses its luster. It, it's it's kind of just History and society So that's, that's the only thing I mean You know if, So we're in our 20s If we're in our 70s Are our grandkids Gonna understand Like What Wizard of Oz is And how big it was I don't know
1: uh, Yeah I mean the fact that it Survived like 60 plus 70 years From the movie To this music video I think says something So that's a few generations I think it's still iconic enough.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. Everyone the more,
1: knows everyone knows like the story. Whether they've seen the movie once or like a million times or know all the words everyone knows the story and I think that at least is when you know it's like pop culture phenomenon kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and a lot of these things too, the more I think about it is that they end up getting remade eventually too. Yep. And I mean I have nothing off the top of my head but there's plenty of movies that you see and you're like, oh, I really love that. And you're like, oh, someone tells you, oh, yeah, that was a classic from the 40s or 50s. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, like the like the Oceans movies, right? Oceans 11 and oh, all yeah. that. Right. Like, yeah. With Clooney and Brad Pitt. The first time you watch, you're like, wow, this is a great idea for a movie. But it had already yeah. been done before.
1: Right. Uh, and your soul
0: gets hurt a little bit. Just. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, with Wizard of Oz, you have, you know, your, your theater performances, whether it is Wizard of Oz or Wicked. So I, it'll continue, I, I think, but I just don't know how strong of a connection. So that's – I wanted to zag when everyone is zigging, so.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Wow. all right. Wizard of Oz will live on forever.
0: <laughs> Not in my household. Uh,
1: Mine either. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs>
0: point made Uh, (laughs) any final overall takeaways on the music video
1: um final takeaways hmm you know what I thought was kind of like interesting is like it seems like a a movie right but you don't you don't see much if that makes any sense (laughs) like there's this okay so there's like the scene where she's like on the couch and the house is spinning and then there's like the scene where she's outdoors, but you only see like three feet to her left and three feet to her right. So when I was watching the video, I was thinking like it must have been on a really small like set. You know, yeah. and it doesn't it doesn't feel it didn't feel big or expensive. It felt very like closed, tight knit, like it could have been filmed in my apartment kind of thing. It just felt tiny at that
0: yeah, there wasn't. You know, in a, the
1: background, you could tell was fake and all that. Yeah. So I just wondered how big of a lot they were working on.
0: Yeah, there wasn't uh, like additional buildings or barns or long driveways and that sort of thing. Right. Yeah, I mean that's another good point. Like, what honestly, what is even taking place in the music video? There's, if you had to like say the main thing is like, is it this? There's a tornado and she's. It's windy. Maybe it's that. It's, it's windy.
1: It's honestly like, and this might sound whatever. It's Sarah Evans being beautiful and them knowing that. And like, there's rarely a time when her face is not on the camera. True. Or the camera's on her face, whatever. Um, so I think they, they played at that, which like, obviously, they should. And then everything else is kind of background yeah there's a tornado coming yeah there's some people out in the fields yeah there's this crazy lady in the house um but it's it's all about sarah essentially which is good it's her story it's her song
0: agreed yeah yeah i think this like you you said earlier the the video goes hand in hand with the song you can't think about one without thinking about the other uh and you know this was her this was her defining song of her career it's when you think of right. Sarah Evans, you think of yep. Born Fly. I mean, you'll, you'll think of the others, but this is the first one that you'll think of. And yeah. I think part of that is the music video. And I think that helped the song and helped her career. And once this came out in the music videos, you know, buckle up and she had a good run uh, mm-hmm. for a while. So, yeah. And like we talked about a little bit before is that they the balance in the music video of her – the goofiness the characters but it's not you know this over the top annoying kind of music video either so yeah I, th- I thought it was really well done uh and obviously eight nine-year-old aaron loved it and 28 year old aaron still loves it so we're good
1: it's scared six-year-old emily and she's still a little terrified of it so we just don't watch the last like 30 seconds
0: it's fine i know how it ends yeah, this is this is very interesting that this music video really shaped little Emily and little Aaron's brains for a time period of, <laughs> out of fear and out of love or I don't know whatever. It is. And it brought
1: back all those feelings yes, twenty years later. Yes. We're both just sitting in our apartments, like one terrified, one loving it. Exactly. And yeah, are we done talking about the scary lady yet?
0: Yeah, we can be now. Uh, okay. So yeah, this was. Uh, Good talk. Love this music video. Uh,
1: Same. Sarah Same. Evans. I do.
0: Born to Fly. Love her. Love the song. Love country music. I'm rambling. But uh, thanks for tuning in for another episode. We'll come back to you next week with another video. Uh, I have a few in my brain, so we have a bunch to get through. And I know Emily's got some uh, on her mind, too, I'm assuming. So sure do. Stay tuned. Make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so you always know when a new podcast is up and posted And the quickest way Aside from social media is If you're an Apple user Find us on the Apple Podcast Store Hit the subscribe button And uh, if you're a Spotify person like myself Make sure you follow, like, save I don't know exactly how that works I think you hit the little follow or heart button But Spotify is Spotify's making moves in the podcast world So I think, sure. that's, where, I think that's where a lot of things are going to end up going soon So for not on there. It's wherever you listen to podcasts. That's where we are. And if not, just get Spotify. So uh, until next time, thanks for tuning in.